Hi, Gigi gang. Welcome back to another episode of Gossip Girlies. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And we do have some heavy topics to talk about today. So I feel like we'll start with the light, the light stuff. If you, okay. There's a little bit of negativity about it, but you know, it's a lot lighter. Uh-huh. So as we mentioned in the previous episode, Brandy Glanville and Miss Caroline Manzo left and or were asked to leave the ultimate girls trip in Morocco, honey. So our friends at Peacock have finally released a statement about it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even know like i'm glad that they did release a statement because obviously something needed to be said seeing as these women were kicked off the show right um so something needed to be said i agree and i think especially because like this has really never happened before on the show um and brandy has always been a problem so i feel like it was especially if those you know rumors or statements I don't really know are true about her coming back on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills maybe or Orange County or wherever the hell she lives now mm-hmm. um I definitely think they need to take some action if they're bringing her back mm-hmm. okay so they have released the statement and I pulled up the direct quote so that we're not you know insinuating anything incorrectly right So, quote, the safety and security of the cast and crew while shooting is extremely important, and we take all reports seriously. In this situation, production immediately launched a comprehensive review and is taking appropriate action. Um, So I further read in the article that all of the co-stars, which in case you're curious, because I was, um, are Vicki Gumpelson, Miss Eva, Phaedra, Camille, Alex from like OG Roni, and then Gretchen from, I think she was on the first season of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, They were all supportive of Caroline's decision to leave the show, and neither Caroline nor Brandy have said anything publicly about the incident since it occurred. Hmm. Interesting. Well, now that I hear the statement, though, it does sound a little nebulous. I wish they would have, like, taken a more firm approach. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also kind of sounds like, I mean, obviously, the review is still ongoing, but it kind of sounds like they're not committing by saying, like, Brandy was in the wrong. Mm -hmm. We're so sorry to Caroline. Like, they're just saying, like, we know about it. We investigated Mm -hmm. it. We took the most minimal actions I guess we can take at this time mm-hmm. um but you're right they didn't really pick a side although I guess maybe by having Brandy leave they sort of took a side and chose Caroline's side by making her leave right um I'm not entirely sure I like I said I'm really interested to see the show to really kind of like suss out and feel the situation and kind of develop my own opinions mm-hmm. I will say some of the people on there Sorry, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. Whew. You are good. Um, But some of the people that are on there, I like, for instance, like Eva, Phaedra, honestly, even Gretchen, maybe Alex. I can't see them being on Caroline's side if it really, truly wasn't as, um, I don't want to say dramatic, that sounds negative, as um, serious as she is making it to be. Um, and probably Vicky too, because Vicky and her, um, Brandy were on another ex-housewives ultimate girl trip and 
no surprise to literally anyone they did not get along (laughs) um I'm not sure when it's going to be launched because I'm pretty sure there was a season that was recorded even before this one that hasn't been put out. Um, I may be getting my seasons confused. (laughs) Um, But so we're anxiously awaiting Bravo. So if you're listening, get that shit out. Everybody needs to be working overtime. I mean, seriously. What do you think about if they were to like delete that footage from the like of what actually happened if they were to delete it and not show it publicly and rather just like reference it, you know, and kind of like the fallout afterwards? I think that would be a really big mistake, especially like I don't want to say that they're on like rough waters to so to say but they are like I think I mentioned this last time like I don't think that Salt Lake City is up for renewal or they've like agreed sorry about the dinging from my phone I'm on a Mac and I can't stop the dinging I have it on do not disturb but it's not working I'm sorry I don't know if y'all have realized I'm rich with my Mac and like yeah I have friends okay so like sorry I'm so popular apologies um anyway so Salt Lake City I don't think has been renewed for another season they're already talking about having to do a complete revamp of the Real Housewives of New York and like Mm -hmm. doing basically two separate shows with like some of the original girls and then like doing a whole new cast they're talking about revamping Orange County like they're just like I personally don't feel like I'm losing interest um I mean I stopped watching Orange County like two seasons ago that shit is so boring Mm -hmm. I like new york um we all know i'm ride or die for potomac and if they change some some casting on there i will be upset but i just feel like they they feel the need to continue to change and update like almost every franchise right now that i just feel like they can't have this information leak and then not show it to us because we're already like what are y'all doing like yeah this show isn't good this one you're changing like we just don't feel stable in the real housewives franchise right now yeah so they have to deliver I, I, that's how I feel personally yeah I mean that makes sense you definitely want to deliver transparency with stuff like this I mean they've been transparent I mean thankfully like nothing to eat uh, that I know of anyways has happened like this but Jen Shaw for example like they're still transparent about what's going on and kind of like breaking the fourth wall uh-huh. so to speak so it's like I do think that's good and I mean Real Housewives just has such a huge fan base mm-hmm. a rabid fan base so I do feel like they would be doing them a disservice by not showing the footage mm-hmm um it will be interesting and i mean the funny thing too is that like being on a reality tv show there is no she said she said situation Mm -hmm. like everyone's gonna see exactly what went down and be able to draw their opinions from that yep yep i agree and you know they have it like you said like i even feel like on the reunions and things like andy cohen like forces them to talk about things that they probably don't want to talk about like Mm -hmm. Teresa going to jail like when god if the show's still on and jen gets out of jail like (laughs) they're gonna make her talk about it Mm -hmm. so it's like unless it was extremely gruesome or inappropriate and just not like there's no reason anyone should actually see like the footage I mean Mm -hmm. they literally were like over here on the Real Housewives of Atlanta releasing moaning noises implying that someone had sex with fucking (laughs) Bolo the stripper like (laughs) if you're telling me that you can show 
some portions of that stripper escapade on Atlanta mm-hmm. and you can't show me Brandy Glanville kissing Caroline Manzo, then we got some other issues. Yeah. Cause your, your boundaries are not making sense. The math is not mathing. No. Okay. Well, interesting. You'll have to keep us updated on that. It sounds like we do have a bit of a wait until that footage is public, but as time goes on, I'm sure we will be receiving more information. Yes. I'll look and see if there are any release dates that have been posted or I haven't checked Peacock in a while. So maybe I need to check and make sure there hasn't been, you know, another season put out and all that good jazz. So Mm -hmm. I'll do some investigating. Also guys, I didn't forget about Chris Lee's. I didn't forget about them. I am going to do that research and I will be reporting back as soon as I feel like I have a full understanding. Yes. Thank you. Just to clear that up. I didn't forget guys. I didn't. Because if you're going to come, you better come correct. Exactly. Don't want any unanswered questions. Right. All right. So moving on. I honestly am not going to lie. I forgot about this person because <laughs> the canceling was so effective. Um, and that is Army Hammer. And before the canceling, I loved Army Hammer. I think mm-hmm. he's a beautiful man. I've, I think he's a really talented actor. He was both Winklevoss twins in mm-hmm. The Social Network. Like, yep. who else could do that? Um, but if y'all remember, he was Lindsay big Lohan. mega canceled. Say again. <laughs> you said who could do that? And I said Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh, and she could do that at the age of like 12. So that's fair. And she did it again in her most recent Christmas movie on Netflix, which if you did not watch, 100% recommend watching. I've heard that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that she like gives a good performance too. Like it's a good, solid movie. It was amazing. I mean, she looks a little freaky because she's had mm-hmm. so much work done. Yeah. Um, but great film nonetheless. Well, I'm happy for her. I love a good comeback story. I think everyone deserves a second chance. Mm -hmm. I heard that she has another movie that's supposed to be coming out this year, too. So I really do hope it's a comeback for her. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Army Hammer got big canceled for a lot of allegations of sexual assault. Um, Like, we were getting, like, huh? cannibalism yeah i was gonna say we were getting like cannibalism vibes i mean to our knowledge (laughs) he never actually cannibalized anybody but he was in the dms talking about like wanting to drink people's blood and like (laughs) just being all different kinds of weird um this is all meanwhile while he's married um but then also actually in person he did like sexually assault women and things like that so it's been over two years. I mean, basically, he was like, he was canceled. And I mean, then, well, no, this must have been after the pandemic then. But he yeah, was it canceled. Was 2021, very early 2021, like okay. January, February. I mean, this man must have went to a remote island in the middle of nowhere because we haven't seen, heard anything. Um, however, he just made his first public statement since the whole incident. He gave them to airmail, which. Yes. So this is a interview with airmail that I saw on people. So I'm not really sure how that works, but just want to get that out there for clarity's sake. And in case someone wants to try and sue us or something, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yes, that is who the interview came through with. And I will say, um, 
this is going to be a long discussion because it's a lot of information, a lot of quotes. I know we're going to have a lot of thoughts after, um, but I also will warn it does talk very, very, very minimal, but just in case, um, he discusses that he was sexually abused. Um, obviously these women have allegations of being sexually abused by him and being taken advantage of him. So just as a note, you know, if that's not your vibe and you don't feel like getting down with army hammer and his allegations, then, you know, just skip ahead a little bit, but to begin, so, like Kristen said, this is the first time he's ever spoken out about the allegations that essentially ruined his career a little over two years ago. So, I think that the allegations were made in February 2021 from what I read in the article, um, and it was multiple sexual abuse allegations. He does deny any criminal wrongdoing, but he does admit to being emotionally abusive towards ex-partners. So take that with what you will. Not illegal, but still terrible. Exactly. Should be illegal. Right. <laughs> so he opens up about how he was actually sexually abused as a teenager and how he had suicidal thoughts following the sexual abuse allegations in February 2021. So he alleged that he was molested by a youth pastor who abused him when he was 13. Classic. Uh, he said that his interest in BDSM stemmed from that abuse. This is a direct quote. What that did for me was it introduced sexuality into my life in a way that it was completely out of my control. I was powerless in the situation. I had no agency in the situation. Mm -hmm. Sexuality was introduced to me in a scary way where I had no control. My interest then went to, I want to have control in the situation sexually. So, of the alleged childhood trauma, um, his godmother, Candace Garvey, has confirmed those allegations. As for the suicide attempt after the sexual allegations against him surfaced, he explained, I just walked out into the ocean and swam out as far as I could, hoped that I either drowned, was hit by a boat, or eaten by a shark. Then I realized that my kids were still on shore and that I couldn't do that to my kids. What a thought. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's an interesting thought for sure. Mm, I'm like, oh, okay, so you were going to, like, your kids were just, like, out there having fun on the beach and you were like, maybe now is a good time to just right. end it all. Anywho's it. <laughs> His troubles were first made public in January 2021 when numerous women came forward with the allegations of misconduct and shared alleged messages from the star centered around BDSM and cannibalistic fantasies. The actor was soon dropped by his talent agency, WME, and his personal publicist, and later exited several acting projects. And they did list them specifically, and one of them was... Um, a recent movie that just came out with Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but the Owen the Wilson. wedding, what yes. marry me? Yes, he was Army. supposed to be Owen Wilson. Yes. What? Okay. <sighs> Interesting. All right. So one of the biggest allegations against him came from a woman named Effie. Um, she has an Instagram, The House of Effie. I wasn't familiar with her, but anywho. 
she claimed that they had been in a lengthy relationship and the actor had sexually assaulted her. She previously appeared in a press conference in 2021 where she further accused Hammer of, quote, mentally, emotionally, and sexually, end quote, abusing her during their on and off four-year relationship while he was married to Elizabeth Chambers. Hmm. So this is where it gets a little bit interesting, though, in my opinion. Days before the Hammer scandal broke, Airmail said that Effie shared a direct message with a follower on Instagram that said the sex she had with Hammer was, quote, consensual, that he was, quote, such an amazing daddy, and that he is, quote, not dangerous. He didn't rape anyone. And when asked by another follower if she had legal representation the following day, the outlet said that Effie responded, quote, I'm not saying he raped me. No need for a legal rep. Hmm. Okay. And though Effie would go on to allege that Hammer sexually assaulted her, the actor maintained that the, oh, this is, this is good stuff right here. (laughs) The actor maintained that the time they had sex that she referred to as rape was a scene planned in advance. So this is a quote from Army Hammer. So this is a little role play exactly exactly so he says she planned all of the details out all the way down to what starbucks i would see her at how i would follow her home how her front door would be open and unlocked and i would come in and we would engage in what is called a consensual non-consent scene every single thing was discussed beforehand i have never thrust Poor choice of words. I've never <laughs> thrust this on someone unexpectedly. Never. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of this being a thing, and it definitely sounds like something he would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this girl is giving me kind of iffy vibes. So I'm just if, not iffy. Entirely... Her name's Effie. Effie. She's giving me Effie vibes. <laughs> so hammer also responded to accusations from two other women he was involved with Paige lorenz and courtney vukakovich sorry let's go with that yeah vukakovich sorry (laughs) sorry courtney girl acknowledging that the power dynamics were off and admitting that he was one million percent emotionally abusive abusive towards both women He told Airmail in the interview that I would have these younger women in their mid-20s and I'm in my 30s. I was a successful actor at the time. They could have been happy to just be with me and would have said yes to things that maybe they wouldn't have said on their own. That's an imbalance of power in the situation. Um, Thank you so much, Mr. Hammer, for giving us the definition of an imbalance of power. (laughs) Yeah, like mansplain much? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, we get it. He continued on to say, I had a very intense and extreme lifestyle and I would scoop up these women, bring them into into it, into this whirlwind of travel and sex and drugs and big emotions flying around. And then as soon as I was done, I just dropped them off and move on to the next woman, leaving that woman feeling abandoned or used. So well, someone's been doing a little bit of therapy. I can tell that just by like his his word choice which is good yes so i will confirm that in this next statement you are correct well i'm assuming anyway (laughs) hammer also told airmail that he is ready to turn over a new lease he stated 
I'm here to own my mistakes, take accountability for the fact that I was an asshole, that I was selfish, that I used people to make me feel better. And when I was done, moved on and treated people more poorly than they should have been treated. He entered rehab for drug and alcohol abuse at the end of May 2021 and states, I'm now a healthier, happier, more balanced person. I'm able to be there for my kids in a way I never was. I'm able to be there for my dad as he's dying in a way that I would have never been able to be. So I guess maybe in like rehab or something, they probably make you do therapy. So I feel like that's probably where he's kind of getting all this yeah, self-reflectivity, if you will. Yeah, most definitely. So he goes on a little bit more to talk about his dad and states that I'm going to move in with him and live with him, get him on a healthy routine, get him into a good schedule of recovery meetings, take him to the gym, cook healthy food for him. It feels like my recovery has taken a turn from me being the one who needs help staying sober to being able to help others. Hmm. Um, And he also kind of discussed like, the potential of a comeback, not that he would, but why he can't, so to speak. Um, So he basically said, no one will hire me. No one will insure me. I can't get bonded for a project, nothing. Um, Which he he explains why, but I'm just like, anyway, I'll I'll read it anyway. (laughs) And no one will touch me because if they hire me, then they are the people who support abusers. And then they're liable to get canceled themselves because this fire that is burning itself through town, when they throw someone like me on the fire to protect themselves, what they don't realize is happening is all they're doing is making the fire bigger. And that fire is now out of control and it's going to burn everyone. And they're just continually throwing people on it as sacrifices to protect themselves that sounds like a man who really thinks he's woke and thinks he has like a jimmy neutron brain yeah i i mean i really have like mixed feelings about it because one he does come off very condescending in the interview like Mm -hmm. i don't yeah self-aware but condescending right um i i can also understand how I know that women speaking out about rape and sexual abuse is so hard because it really a lot of the time does come down to he said she said because a lot of the time there isn't any physical evidence to confirm Mm -hmm. it um but the fact that she was on Instagram saying he's a great dad and it wasn't rape and then all of a sudden coming out with a rape allegation is interesting to me Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope he's doing better. I I have a a really good feeling that he's probably never going to get back into acting. Um, but not like not, said, if, not to the way he was, at least for sure. If somebody takes a chance on him, they're really they're willing to go down for the cause. <laughs> yeah, for real, they do anything for Army. Clearly. Um, but like you said earlier, I had completely forgotten about it. I saw the mm-hmm. article and I was like, ooh, like he's going to spill the tea. He's going to tell us what's going on. And it felt more like I do appreciate him um, owning his accountability or whatever it was that he said. But mm-hmm. I'm just I don't know that I'm buying it entirely or if he's just saying what he thinks he should say to maybe hopefully smooth things over and he can get back to 
acting or whatever yeah yeah i mean the good thing is is that he's he's not maintaining <laughs> his innocence still which would be like annoying as hell we're like dude come on like be honest um but i think obviously what he says happened to him when he was a child is terrible that's a yeah. terrible thing for anyone to go through i'm so sorry that he went through that i can imagine that it would mess you up in a bunch of different ways but however that doesn't give you a pass to you know have terrible relationships going forward especially mm-hmm. when you know like you know what a what a healthy relationship is and you know what consent is mm-hmm. like obviously you know what that is and i feel like this is kind of my attitude towards like all canceling <coughs> like all all cancel canceled people is that <laughs> like i would like to think that there is enough good people in the world to like take their spot yeah you know like then we don't need army hammer in our movies like there are plenty of other people who are good people and do good things who could be in the movies and you'll be a movie star to us and potentially like some people you know look up to army well there are tons of other good people out there who like could easily take his spot you know I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely, I remember seeing the social network. I liked the movie. I don't know that I've seen anything else that he was in. Maybe I did. Um, so it wasn't a huge loss for me personally, but actually as, as, um, you were just talking about it for some reason, I think I heard on another podcast that there actually might be a documentary about his family because I think that they're like some like hoity toity family in England. Oh, about his family, not like about these allegations. Right, right. I oh. think it's like literally about basically how corrupt and <laughs> evil his family is. Oh, so Lord. Like, you know, it's one of those things where like I I feel like I heard about it on a podcast. Um and I don't know if it was like made to because I definitely know it was made after the allegations. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was like someone's way of being like, maybe if I show how horrible and corrupt his family is people will start to have that feeling of like oh like that's why he's an asshole right he can't help it yeah exactly i'm gonna well i know definitely like a year ago there was a documentary that came out i want to say on discovery Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat just dis- on the discovery plus network of channels um about all of these allegations and the abuse and they kind of detailed it <laughs> and i honestly normally i would eat stuff like that up but i honestly i don't know it felt like a little too soon for me and it just everything with the, like the way he went about all of his abuse and the cannibalism it was just like mm-hmm. a little unsettling to me and i was just kind of like i'll I'll pass on that but thank yes you. you're correct it's house of hammer and it is on discovery house Club. of hammer yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was gonna say like, all i could think of was the army tapes but that's like what they did with like uh jeffrey dahmer <laughs> they're called like the dahmer tapes the dahmer tapes and the bundy tapes oh my gosh i know so army <sighs> hammer isn't quite to that level i mean cannibalistic vibes but not jeffrey dahmer right he didn't quite take it there thank Thank God. Yeah. 
we can at least be thankful for that. Yes, we are definitely thankful for that, guys. Um, so I wonder if even though it sounds like Army, like I said, he's self-aware. He knows that people will not be inclined to hire him. I wonder if he's even going to bother putting himself out there then. Or if he's just resigned, like, no one will ever hire me. So he, like, won't even try. Yeah, I mean, I imagine maybe he's been smart with the money he did make from being in films because he really was like you said like he was in a lot of like very well-known films with other very well-known actors and actresses so maybe he was smart with that money and was able to save a lot of it maybe he still gets a lot of money from his family I'm not entirely sure but I mean if he's planning to move in with his dad and take care of his dad I imagine he's probably fiscally safe Mm -hmm. um and maybe we'll just continue to do that and once his dad dies, maybe he'll have more money and he can just continue to live like a normal person. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> it will be interesting for sure. I mean, or maybe he just waits for people to come to him because then you know that like they are willing to take the risk by hiring him, but they you know, want him so badly for whatever reason. I know I'm just I'm really trying to think of a situation where I mean the only way I really could imagine it is like someone god I don't even think someone going to Sundance would want this man but you know like an independent music festival or yes that's exactly what I was thinking yes and it's gonna be some kind of role that's just like the complete antithesis of what we think of him Mm -hmm. and that's how they're gonna redeem him they're gonna redeem him by making him the the hero the soft guy something Mm -hmm. like that I could definitely see that or him doing like indie theater like stage plays Mm -hmm. and just doing you know weird stuff right that like no one is ever actually gonna see but you know and I feel like those are the only people who really at this point would probably be willing to take a chance like let's be real if you're a freaking film student at NYU and Army Hammer calls you up and is like hey let me be in your senior project like you're gonna be like hell yeah okay your project like it's not like you're gonna be like "Mm, you're canceled I'm not gonna (laughs) use you so maybe it's so true Maybe he will. I guess we'll see. Took him a long time to respond to this anyway, so it might be a while before we hear anything else out of this young gentleman. Which, I mean, maybe that was for the best, though, because this statement, like I said, you can tell he's done some reflection. He's done some therapy because I feel like he's used some phrases here that's like, you can tell he's done some unpacking, both with like what he did and then the things that have happened to him, which is great. Like, you know, you hope that he works through that. Um, so yeah, so moving on, continuing with the, with cancel culture, um, (laughs) and another thing, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I feel like a bad person, but I forget about the Astroworld tragedy. I do. I forget. I I forget that it happened because I feel like we moved on so quickly. Yes. Like we were forced to like, yeah. They we never were, yeah. acknowledged it, so it's like, what else are we supposed to do? Right, like nothing really came of it. I mean, I know Travis got sued out the ass, but like I'm sure all that like got settled out of court. He just paid a bunch of money, um, and you know he was. I won't even. I mean, he was canceled for like a few months, and obviously yeah. now he's back. And I'm gonna say he's like exactly where he was before yeah. the tragedy. Um. So, 
if you know anything about Travis Scott, you know that he likes to use those, like, it's like a big head of himself that he mm-hmm. uses as, like, an entryway. It's very hard to describe it, but it's like a balloon, like a bl- like a blow-up. <laughs> Almost like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade blow-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has it as, like, an entrance in mm-hmm. like a, a prop kind of thing mm-hmm. so i remember kylie jenner had one for stormy's like first or second birthday but it was ahead of stormy because mm-hmm. she had like it was like an astro this was pre-tragedy pre-tragedy it was like an astro world themed birthday party mm-hmm. which astro world the actual astro world was an amusement park so it was just like a little like carnival themed situation well fast forward to 2023 <laughs> miss kylie has a get so both baby air and air or airy were still unsure still unsure and baby stormy they just had birthdays recently and kylie used the head thing again which was made famous by astro world is that problematic <laughs> yes or no yes also are we assuming that for the rest of these babies lives they're gonna have to celebrate their birthdays together in combination that's a really good question. Um, as someone who has a sibling whose birthday is two days before mine, I would say probably like that's oh. just your life now, regardless of how rich your parents are, they're still just going to want to do combo birthdays <laughs> or, that. you know, the whole family just gets together for both one. birthdays in one. one. Yes, I do. I, I do feel it's problematic just because it's like it happened. Like we were saying, it went away so fast. And then, like, literally nothing else was ever said about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if Travis ever paid the people that were suing him. I don't know what happened to any of those people that were hurt mm-hmm. in World. Also, Killed. people died. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what happened to them or their families. Like, were they compensated? Was it taken care of? Nobody knows anything. Yeah. And it's just a little insensitive, I think. What? Like, people died because of this event, and you're going to throw it as a theme for your children's birthday party? exactly that yeah and that's the thing too it also like the first time for like stormy's first birthday it made sense because like and I, that was also like the, it was like World themed and i think also too like kylie was just you know going off on her own little thing of decorating but i think air's birthday party it was like race car themed this year <laughs> and they still had the big head so it's like it's not even relevant it doesn't even work like that yeah so it's like why did you even use it but also like read the room yeah like that's not great yeah like aren't like your mans may not be canceled but isn't the whole astro world thing canceled right like for me honestly if i own any sort of like astro world apparel i would not wear it correct like i would not wear it just out of like respect for people who died exactly yeah like people literally died i don't understand and i mean i travis obviously he's making music but i mean is he ever gonna go on tour again probably not i don't know i think he will i think they just think that they're invincible like i literally think that they just don't care and I mean, they are to some extent. Like, yeah, you know, something happens. They hide for a few months. They come back. It is new. Yeah, it's like if you don't say anything, then no one, everybody else is going to have to start talking about something else. Right. Right. And it's interesting too because I think just based on what I've read, 
is that Kylie and Travis are like done for good. Have you been reading that? No, but I feel like they've been saying that since friggin' Stormy was born. <laughs> That's true. That's really, really so, true. And then she got pregnant again. And it's like, exactly. Well, obviously, exactly. y'all are obviously y'all are more than friends. I know. That's why I remember being shook when I found out that he was a father. Cause I was like, aren't they like not together? Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, you know how those women are. Why did Chloe have another baby with Tristan? or why just because i I guess you want another child but you don't want to have like a a different baby daddy has she like is this baby alive is it born we are not sure okay no wait no it definitely is born i think it was actually born like around the same time as air oh so it should be like coming up on a year but also i don't know if you knew but tristan's mom recently passed (gasps) oh so chloe's been like kind of quiet out there Mm. because yeah tristan's mom passed and i think that they were like really close yeah so i think that's messed up the whole thing out of all of the all you could take your entire family to the australian outback for baby heir's birthday like you could do whatever you want and we're still going to use first of all the head was kind of weird to begin with yes um kind of weird yeah doesn't fit with a race car themed birthday party and oh yeah let's not forget people died at World. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. let's rethink exactly it's like i get that you probably like think it's cute or whatever but i don't know it's just like you did it once and it right. was it was fine like we don't need to it doesn't need to be something that's consistent throughout their lives like it's right. not it's not that deep it's not that serious but that's also such a second child thing too it's like we did it for stormy so now he has to have his giant astro world (laughs) right it's like one um i wouldn't be surprised if they're terrified of it i'm kind of terrified of it and i'm a 28 year old woman um also like i know there's photos and you know most birthdays that young are really for the parents but i'm just like this this motherfucker doesn't know what's happening and he's not gonna (laughs) remember what happened like it always makes me laugh, like, especially with one-year-old birthday parties, because, I mean, one-year-olds love everything and nothing at the same time. Like, yes. how do you know he loves race cars? He doesn't, because he doesn't know what a race car is. Like, right. it's all- right. like, He's not even old enough to have a race car toy yet. Yeah. He might swallow it. So it's just, it's just funny to me when people, like, choose their kids' uh, birthday party themes. <laughs> But now they're like, welcome to our Ninja Turtle theme party. He likes to watch it when it's on, but he doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned being scared. I'm not going to lie. If I showed up to my birthday party and there was a big (laughs) ass head of me. And in order to enter the, the venue, I had to walk into my mouth. I would be a little unsettled. Exactly. Imagine being freaking one. (laughs) He probably can't even walk yet. He had to be strolled through it. <laughs> strolled. He probably didn't even see it. Probably couldn't he, even tell. He was probably napping on the way in. He was like, what's going on, guys? For real. For real. <laughs> All right. So now to take a more dark turn into things, we're going to talk some true crime for a minute. So Cassie, have you kept up with the Murdoch trial at all? No, ma'am. I was waiting to hear what you had to say. Okay. So you don't know like anything. No, other than what you told me last time, I know no more. Okay. 
So just for a refresher, um, the trial is currently ongoing. We're about to enter week uh, three. And this man, Alec Murdaugh, is on, is on trial for allegedly, allegedly, he's on trial, allegedly. not convicted. Okay. He's maintaining his innocence that he allegedly murdered his uh, wife and, excuse me, son. Now, that you hear that and you're like, oh, that's that's weird. Okay. <laughs> when you zoom out, you see 15 different, I just made that number up, but 15 different other crimes that have surrounded this family in one way mm-hmm. or another. And not not in a they're unlucky way. Yeah. What I mean by that is the son who did also keep in mind, this is happening in South Carolina in the Murdoch family. They're all lawyers. They're all rich. They're super powerful. Like they can do whatever they want. Basically mm-hmm. a few years ago, the son who was murdered, he was driving a boat and at night and he didn't have his lights on and he was drunk as hell. And he ran the boat into a pylon and mm-hmm. a young woman lost her life because of it. Ugh. Now, the the kid, Paul, nothing ever happened to him because mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. No consequences whatsoever. He wasn't even given a field sobriety test at the scene oh. when everything happened. They thank only you. took – say again. I said, thank you, daddy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Exactly. It's like the most half-assed investigation ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Which also – we learned this past week. So now – the prosecution is presenting their case first. And so they had a um, a detective who spoke as a witness. And she was the one who actually carried out the search warrant in the house. She's walking. She, she like, it was like the day after or two. I think it was actually the immediate day after the murders. She comes to the house. She didn't start when she was supposed to because there were like, she says there are 20 to 25 people who are gathered there grieving. You know, so it's like family and friends who had come to the house the day after the murders and she didn't want to disturb them. So she didn't start her search warrant. Oh, okay. Cause like that's how search warrants work. You know, it's like whenever you're ready, just tell us. <laughs> let us know when we're able to look for criminal evidence in your home. You let yeah. us know. Seeing as someone was murdered here yesterday. No, y'all, if you've ever had a search warrant, I pl- I pray you haven't. I never have, but your ass needs to get gone like now and needs to stay gone for a long time. But again, it just speaks to their power like she didn't want to disturb them. Also, she's going around the house completing her search warrant, and the guy's brother is like following her around, talking to her. That's, like, also super not allowed. Like, you can't talk to a detective or a police officer when they're doing Are you even supposed to be, like, in the home moving around like that? No! Not at (laughs) all! Like, you don't... That's the whole point, is, like, you can't touch anything. Like, you have to leave. Right. That's so... So, That just speaks to the power, again. Now, so we have weird stuff like that. Like I said, he was a very rich and powerful lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other, uh, what criminal path we could even go. I feel like this is, I didn't really know about this until the trial actually started. But a few years ago, they had a housekeeper who worked at their house for many, many years. Housekeeper one day 
mysteriously falls down the stairs at their house and dies. Her family sues the Murdaughs. They win. And they're owed like $4 million or something like that. Murdaughs just straight up never pay them. Never pay them the settlement. Oh, okay. Just like they just like don't. They just like didn't. Also, he had a uh, like a really good friend that he would do a lot of trials with, and they won some trial where after you know the uh, you know the person was paid off and everything, everything was paid off. He and the partner were supposed to be paid seven hundred ninety-two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. The other guy, not the murderer, the other guy just never received his money. And so months go by because they were best friends and he didn't want to confront him. So months go by and he's like, hey, so like, remember that one time when we made $792,000? Like, where's my money? And he was like, (laughs) he was like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's, you know, wired up somewhere. It's coming. Eventually he pays him $600,000. And then, so he pays him $600,000, still not the full total. Mm-hmm. A few months go by and he's like, I'll give you the rest later. A few months go by and the guy's like, okay, where's my, where's my 192? What's going on? Goes and confronts the murderer. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this, this happened after the murders too. Oh yeah. He, and this guy, the, the murderer, he's still out. He's hasn't been arrested at all. Nothing. Okay. Um, He confronts him and says, Hey, I really don't want to do this, but you need to sign this piece of paper telling me that you will pay me my $192,000. Like, I just need your, I need you to promise me that. He was like, okay, I'll sign it. Later that day, the mur- his name is Alec. We'll just, the murderer is Alec. I'll start okay. using his name. Okay. Later that day, there's a car broken down on the side of the road. Alec drives up upon it. He gets out of his car, is trying to help the person who's broken down on the side of the road Someone drives past them and shoots Alec in the head. Come to find out that Alec actually paid a guy, a hitman, to kill him. Oh my God, what? Because, so that this was after the murder. So his wife was dead, his one son was dead, and he had another son who was still alive. Okay, is the one that's dead the one that killed the girl on the boat? Yes. Okay. So that's a potential motive, some people say, is that why Alec killed him because he was, people were starting to like breathe down his throat a little bit and they were Mm. like, like starting to threaten him. So Alec was like, I'm going to, like, I'm I'm going to put you out of your misery so you don't have to deal with this. Um, Anyway, so he gets shot in the head. He learned that if you commit suicide, you cannot cash out your life insurance policy. However, if someone else kills you, you can. So he wanted someone else to kill him so his other son could receive the life insurance money. Okay, well, that's probably the least selfish thing he's ever done. (laughs) And then we find out that he was in mega debt. He overdrew his bank account by $350,000. What? Overdrew his account. How do they even allow you? I mean, I remember I haven't overdrafted in a hot minute. Thank you, Lord. Um, <laughs> but I remember you would overdraft by like $5 and they'd be like, Mm-mm, no, ma'am. Fee, fee. We're going to charge you a fee for being poor. Yes. 
would cut that shit up. They'd exactly. Like, uh-uh, you can't use this until you pay it off. Well, he banked at this bank that was called uh, Palmetto State Bank. So it was a local bank, and I'm sure he knew everybody there. And now they're under investigation for sketchy mm. stuff. So he would overdraw his account by $350,000. Um, and what did they do? They put $400,000 in his account. With no sort of no loan agreement, nothing in place. They just said, oh, you're in the negative. Here you go. You're good. Here's an extra 50 just in case. Exactly. So that's just a taste of like some of the things that is going on with this family. Um, So he is in a hot bed of trouble financially. And if he does go to jail, he's going to be in a courtroom for the rest of his life because we were just going to sue him out the ass. Now, the jury does not know about all of these financial troubles. Okay. So both sides, the prosecution obviously wants to bring it up as a potential motive. Mm-hmm. The defense says, no, it's not related to the murder. Therefore, it should not be brought up in trial. So I think we're going to get a ruling from the judge because it's up to him whether or not they can start introducing all of this financial mess. Well, I was going to ask, like, what are they saying is the reason he killed his wife? But based on what you just stated, I'm assuming like she had a life insurance policy or something and they assume he killed her for that policy. Well, or maybe like he killed paul who's the son and then like he like also just killed maggie too the wife but also we're getting mixed reports because he claimed alec claims that their marriage was great Hmm. now other people at that time said that their marriage was rocky and actually the wife had gone to see a divorce lawyer Hmm. they weren't living together anymore um which is like easy to prove they had a um a beach house and she lived at the beach house and he lived at the main house um and they said oh well she just liked the beach house better but they were like not not great hmm a lot of so, information there so they're saying that um the prosecution is saying that it's for like the financial reasons i guess and he like the alec was just like losing his mind yeah I mean, I guess even like towards the, I I mean, I have a feeling that the judge is probably going to rule in their favor because based on just what you've told me, it makes sense that they would have to bring up these financial situations because even if, you know, there wasn't a life insurance policy, let's say on the wife, she is staying in a beach house that he could sell for probably a whole lot of money and he is probably supporting her and that probably cost a whole lot of money. So I feel like there's a lot of like financial gain if he does kill his wife. Exactly. That's like what the jury doesn't understand is like the pressure that he was receiving from so many people because he was in debt exactly um so it'll be interesting what we're gonna get a ruling on that tomorrow i think we're recording this on sunday so we i think we're gonna get a ruling on it tomorrow but it will definitely be interesting because there is plenty of tea to spill there and there have already been some like trials leading up to this about the whole financial issue and like i said the Mm -hmm. bank is under investigation um yeah it's not great so the jury doesn't have the whole picture Mm-hmm. But, you know, legally, as of right now, that's because they only have to focus on, like, evidence that relates to the murder, you right. know? Right. Mm. So it's it's very interesting, but it's weird because 
Um, the prosecution doesn't have a murder weapon. They that's don't. What, that's what I was just about to ask. I was like, do they actually have any evidence, like physical evidence that he did these things? No, they don't. They had a, so these people had like, I'm not exaggerating, like 50 guns. And so it like, which also kind of goes in the defense's case where it's like, well, anyone could just show up and like, because they didn't keep them like locked up or anything. Anyone could just show up, you know, and take a gun and kill them. Yeah. Well, they don't have the exact guns but they had like you know a bullet expert who looked at the bullets that were left by by the bodies right and he basically testified that like they would have come from this type of gun which the family was known to have Hmm. but again like that doesn't prove that alec did it yeah um when they arrived to the scene he like didn't have blood on his clothes or anything they didn't find any blood um However, so his alibi is that he was at his dad's house when the murders happened. They have cell phone data that contradicts that. And they also, the son took a Snapchat video of them together that's that's um, dated like five minutes before they were murdered. Because they have a really tight window of when they know that mm-hmm. they were murdered. They have a video of them, like it's a video of the son playing with a dog but you can hear alex's voice in the background background okay so it puts him at the scene i was about to say i know this man was not over here doing a little snapchat filter with his son and then murdered him in cold blood (laughs) that is fucked but i mean it sounds kind of like that's what went down oh my gosh so is there does like his team have any sort of like which I know they don't have to, or they're not required to, I don't think. But do they have an alternative story? They, for whatever reason, are suggesting that there may be two shooters. They say that it may have been done by two different people. Um, and like I said, because these people just left their guns out in the open, it wouldn't have been hard for someone to get a fire if, if they didn't already have their own. Mm-hmm. Um we haven't got into like, you know, blood splatter evidence or like bullet traje- trajectory evidence yet. So that will definitely help with the whole, like, that must be where their whole two shooter uh, theory, theory is coming from. from. Yeah. Um, and we have seen now that the police did such a half-assed job that they're basically saying like this was a terrible investigation Mm -hmm. like y'all just you know miss basically the person who actually did it Mm. so it's a hot mess but it's it's one of those like i mean no murder murder trial is like just like short and easy but there's just yeah. so many different things going on pieces, yeah um you know and then the other son is there in court and it's like it's it's interesting is and, he supporting his dad or is he against his dad i mean uh, he sits behind him so it appears that you know and alec is maintaining his innocence so it appears that his son is uh there with him is there with him yeah so now with that son he um so like a few years ago there was a guy who was friends with the other son who mysteriously died and turns out that maybe he and the son may have been like gay lovers together (gasps) and like 
he like maybe potentially killed him. And so like that case was actually just reopened based on new evidence. And also what I was talking about, the housekeeper who, who fell down the stairs, Uh they actually received permission in June to exhume her body and do like more autopsy work on her. Oh my God. Yeah. He's about to go all the way down. This is about to be a <laughs> like he may go to he may go to jail, but he's gonna be in court for the rest of his life. Oh my god, I know. I'm just like you're gonna be like in jail waiting for your next court date literally the rest of your life. Exactly. Exactly. Oh so it's it's all a hot mess, but it's all very interesting. Um we haven't really gotten to any i mean we got to the snapchat evidence so far but when we start hearing from like the medical examiner we start hearing about you know from the blood splatter experts Mm -hmm. and things like that it's gonna get interesting sure is so if you're interested i mean i just watch it on youtube they like live stream it on youtube so if you want to check in by all means i highly recommend it I'd rather get my information from my local correspondent, Kristen Steele. That's me. I would do anything <laughs> to go sit in that courtroom and just be there all day. Actually, no, I wouldn't give everything because sometimes, like, the court proceedings can just be so boring yeah. because mm-hmm. they just have to do a lot of technical stuff. Right. Like, they had to talk about all these bullets, right? Well, first they had to introduce them all into evidence, which takes forever. Mm-hmm. It, it just takes well before they can actually get to the good stuff. Right, right. So it's nice to just be able to like check out and be like, oh yeah, this is boring. They're just doing boring court stuff. We'll send you next week as official gossip girlies correspondent. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would welcome. be honored. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because we kind of have like two trials going on right now. One, the murder trial, and two, whether or not the financial stuff is gonna come in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the court. So. I, I mean, I, I really have a feeling like the the defense has no like I, I don't see why the judge wouldn't find it relevant but yeah you never know you never know yeah and the defense attorneys I don't love them I'm not really following their logic because you know you want to like as if you were a juror you want to listen to them and listen to like whatever story they're trying to tell you and I mm-hmm. I'm not really following along but may- they also haven't presented their case yet right so maybe that they have some evidence that we don't know about that's very possible i can't wait to find out well i will keep you updated thank you i'm sure a lot's gonna happen this week my goodness um all right well anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here no i think that's all cool well thank you guys as always for listening you are so awesome if you're listening to us on apple podcasts or spotify please drop us a five-star rating and leave us a little note if you want. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We are at Gossip Girlies XO. We be putting stuff over there all the time. So <laughs> go check it out. Um, yeah, and thank you all for listening. And we will catch up with you again next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.